Hideout Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. And I'm your co-host, Aaron. And today, we're closing out our month one of our series, Camp Camp, with Chopping Mall. And um, this is Aaron's first time viewing, once again, as usual. <laughs> uh, this is why this whole podcast is super fun. It's because we get to do it with this lunatic over here. And he gets to watch all his movies for the first time, and we can get his impressions. And, um... Before we jump into everything, like our socials and everything else we got to talk about today, Aaron, uh, what do you think of this movie on first glance? Um, it was very 80s. Yes. <laughs> very 80s. Um, I thought it was kind of cheesy at first, but um, it grows on you, I think, after as you watch it. Oh, yeah. Um, For sure. And the, the cast is really good, too. There's some, yeah. some heavy hitters in there. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, though. Yeah, uh, me too. Uh, this is probably... I've seen this when I was younger. Uh, not, like, super young, but I would think around 11 or 12. So, uh, quite a while ago. And I thought it was really cheesy. And it actually kind of scared me when <laughs> I was a kid. Uh, just because I was always going to the malls, and like we obviously don't really have a lot of malls now because everything is you know online and Amazon, yeah, digital and and whatnot. But yeah, just like thinking about going to a mall and just like seeing a robot there is yeah, kind good. of kind of crazy. I remember the first time I saw one of those uh, robots at Walmart, the ones that scan the shelves and shit. You know oh, what I'm talking about? Yes. It scared the shit out of me. Yeah, that's it's crazy. When you're a kid, your imagination is super wild, and seeing a movie like that just kind of amplifies it. But it's a fun movie. Uh, the kills are pretty, pretty creative. Yeah, they are. They're a little tame. Yeah. Um, but then again, this was a very low budget film, and um, it was also the '80s. Uh, I don't remember what year it was, but we'll get 86? into. Was it '86? Yeah. We'll get into like all like the um statistics and whatnot of the film later on now we're gonna do our usual rundown beginning of the show um talk and it's a couple of points that i want to talk about today before we jump into like the actual socials there's something really big happening in our area um because we live in massachusetts and we're very close to salem and there's a festival that's going to be happening pretty much all of next month in Salem, and it's my favorite festival to attend. Not just because it's local, it's just because of the views and just how it's um, 
run and the people that are there and the movies that are there and how they support um, people that don't really have a voice, especially in horror and outside of horror. Um, that is Salem Horror Fest. Aaron has attended two years with me, or is it one year? Um, I think it was just one year. Yeah, because last year it it was all um digital. I don't think you had a lot of time to go and watch the whole catalog that they had. But yeah, um, so that would have been 2019s when he went with me. I've been going since 2018, and um, it's super fun. I think this is the fifth year. And uh, it's ran by a very awesome person by the name of Kay. And she is amazing. Her views are absolutely amazing, especially on the world and how she kind of talks about all these idiots in the world that, you know, think getting a vaccine is going to make you a fucking magnet (laughs) and all that stuff. And once again, guys, um, we're not anti-vax here. We're fully vaxxed, and if you don't like the things that we say sometimes on here, you don't have to listen. But thank you for listening anyway, up <laughs> until that point. Um, but yeah, that's going to be happening all next month, and we're going to be covering... Uh, it's pretty much the first two weekends, and then the ending of the month from, I think, the 22nd through the 31st, they're doing um, the virtual fest. So if you guys uh, can't make it in person there, and you want to still support... Uh, this amazing festival. You guys can go and get a um, a virtual badge, which I think is uh, 149 per person, and you can watch everything on there unlimited amount of times up until it's um, it's over, which is really really cool because a lot of things that they're doing live are going to be um, on the virtual fest. So if you are there in person and you wanted to rewatch something, you kind of get a second chance to do that. Because a lot of things are either world premieres, um, first time in the U.S., or um, things that will be released soon. Um, There was one movie that was actually made very local in Providence called um, Death Drop uh, Gorgeous, which was made by a bunch of people in uh, Rhode Island for um, pretty much the whole LBGTQ plus community i think i said that right there's so many like letters and stuff no, on no. There. I, I always <laughs> i always get messed up so i'm sorry guys if i fuck that up but um yeah they they are very local to us because we live also very close to rhode island and they had a really cool like slasher um last year um that went by death drop gorgeous and i think the actual release to like video like home video i think is the 15th of this month i could be wrong but um, I'm definitely going to get a, uh, pick that up because I want Aaron to watch it. I think he'll get a kick out of it. It's it's low budget, but it's very, very fun. And it's a really good slasher and a lot of really cool things that happen in it. But, yeah, it's just a lot of stuff like that that happens in this fest. Um, but, Aaron, for your first time being there, I mean, we went for, I think, a couple of days. The first day was kind of rough because <laughs> we had like nothing to do for like three or four hours because right, we had went for ice nine kills right yes we we saw ice nine kills uh do their whole catalog of their um their music videos right yep and then they did like a q a and we took a piss with the band yeah that was really <laughs> fun but um for your first time being there and like getting the vibe i think that was also kind of like your first time really being in salem as well so you were just getting mm-hmm. everything all at once yeah how do you how did you feel? Did you feel welcome there? Or, yeah. Or, like, yeah. 
Mm. Just just tell me what you what you were going through when when we were there. Well, I think when things kicked off, like it got a little hectic for a little while. Um, but other than that, though, it was you know very welcoming. You know, everybody there was super laid back, and you know, I had a good time. Um, I saw Suspiria for the first time there too, I believe. Yep, we both saw Suspiria for the first time um, in theaters, and is now one of our favorites. Yep, so. we we reviewed that movie, so you guys can actually go back and um, go hear us talk about that um, even more in depth. But yeah, it's a super welcoming um, environment. Yeah, unless you are someone who's opposing ideas of. Uh, the people that are running it because they will shut you down and go after you very quickly. So um, <laughs> if you're an idiot, don't go anywhere near here. <laughs> I promise you, it will not end well. It won't just be them that's going after you. But um, yeah, support local horror. Um, and... Speaking of Patreon. Yes, that's also another thing that you guys can support us and um, support horror in general is go and subscribe to our Patreon for just $1 a month, guys. You get our notes, you get access to the episodes before everybody else, like the night, was it the night of the stream? Yep, so we stream this live pretty much every Saturday on Twitch at 9pm or a little bit early, like in this case we started a little bit earlier today. Um, So as soon as the broadcast is over, I go and get everything uploaded uh, pretty much everywhere, get everything scheduled, but the one thing that gets it early is Patreon, and that's the night. And then the next day, the following day, is when it gets released to everything else. But, and, you know, it just shows us the support, you know? <laughs> yes, and um, we guys, we really do... Um... Appreciate. Yeah, I was trying <laughs> to think of the word. Appreciate everybody who um supports us we have a steady four or five um supporters on there and i really do thank them they are listed in on everything um i don't i wish i knew all their names on top of their heads on one top of, of them my head. being spencer charnis yes of the of ice nine kills yeah, the official <laughs> lead singer of ice nine kills does support us on there which is really i awesome. love saying that <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm surprised he hasn't like stopped just like renewing Maybe he's got, like, a debit card there to use it specifically just to, like, subscribe to people's Patreons to show support, and he just, like, puts money in each one. Yeah, that, that would be Because really he's got to be loaded. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he he's a really awesome dude. I'm upset because he's in North Carolina right now, or was in Horror Fest. So he's going to horror conventions, but we don't have anything here other than Salem Horror Fest. I don't know if he's going to be there. I don't know if he's going to set up. Maybe make a surprise appearance. If he's <laughs> going to set up his um, Cleaver clothing line there. I don't know if they're going to be a sponsor for this. I would imagine they probably would. Um, because, I mean, he was part of the fest like two years ago mm-hmm. with the full band. And Cleaver is right out of Salem. So um, I'll be, I wouldn't be surprised if they do show up there. But there's nothing yeah. listed on like the actual fest's um, site if... Uh, they're going to be there supporting yeah. them. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of shit happening next month. It's not just the fest. We're also going to be doing our whole... Um, Halloween month? Yeah, Halloween month of the Halloween movies. We're going to be reviewing all of them. Uh, and, obviously, we're going to be reviewing Halloween Kills as well as soon as that's released, and I cannot wait for that. I'm as excited. soon as tickets go on sale, I'm buying them, and we're going. I don't care if it's a midnight release, Aaron... Because it would be it would be Opening a Friday, night, baby. <laughs> so so maybe you'd be okay. I know you'll probably work the night, but you'll have the next day off. So I guess you won't be too too dead. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, and maybe 
No, that'd be too much. I think come home and do like the review. <laughs> that would be like so much work. Oh, this is like there with like a notepad. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, this happened. This happened. This many kills happened. Um, and then another thing that we like to shout out a lot is um some liquid death. We love these guys so much. They aren't a sponsor, but um one day hopefully it might uh it might happen. We'll see. It's up to you guys. If you uh, let them know that we support them a lot and they, you know, hear that, maybe we'll get a cool sponsorship out of them and then we can start giving away cases to people. That would be awesome. I mean, we kind of do that anyway. When we have guests on, we like to send like a a choice of their water. We haven't really had a guest on here in a while uh, just because we went on a break and then everybody else was going on breaks Mm -hmm. when we were coming back from our break. (laughs) So, um, yeah, we haven't really had any guests, but we're always welcoming anybody in the horror community or even like outside the horror community. If you guys want to come and just like talk about a movie or horror in general, we're always open to have you guys come and um, just talk some shit with us. Yeah. And uh, we'll send you a case of liquid death and also a shirt of your um, choosing off of our Teespring store, which is um, just the Baron's hideout underscore podcast. If you guys want to support us even more, you can go there and get some shirts. Mugs. Uh, yeah, we got everything basically. <laughs> uh, pillows. I think hats. I have wall flags. I think I have some hats on there. Um, but I haven't really. That's like one thing. Another, I haven't really been pushing a lot lately, and I feel like maybe we probably should. And we should probably start wearing the shirts again. Oh, yeah. I'm wearing a, an actual Michael Myers shirt right here from. Um, was this H two O? Halloween H two O. Michael Myers. Um, so. Other than that, that's pretty much all I have for the beginning portion before we jump into all the other socials. Uh, I just really wanted to drive and let everybody know about the Salem Horror Fest that's happening. If you do want to buy um, a VIP pack, yeah, that's for the imp- it includes both weekends in person and the um, the virtual fest. It's one ninety nine, which honestly is pretty cheap for a festival because a lot of places charge like for a VIP like thousands of dollars and this has a lot of content and they do a lot more than just movies and stuff throughout the day so um please go and support salem support local artists and movie makers from all over the world now let's jump into our actual socials (laughs) where you guys can find us and interact with us the most which would be twitter which is just the bho underscore podcast is um where i'm pretty much there all the time just trying to even if i'm not posting things i'm trying to like at least talk in comments or um, dms and stuff like that just let people know like what's going on and i like to support other podcasts like there's one that just happened um they actually went through a a really rough break i want to give them a shout out um they went from a break from an old podcast they were in they lost uh, a friend that pretty much um just like cut ties with them completely um but that's like a whole other story for them to talk about if they want to. But it's run by two um, really awesome girls that are in Scotland, and it's called Ghoul Friends. And it's really, really cool. They put out their first episode um, on Wednesday, and they did – what did they do? They did like a, a zombie theme. So that like each week what they're doing is like doing different themes, and it's really, really cool. So I wanted to give them a shout-out because they're really funny to listen to. Um and there's another podcast I listen to is um, The House of Screams. A lot of these I need to send to you, Aaron, if you have time okay. to like listen to podcasts. I was like, I want to start shouting out other <laughs> podcasters and not just us because I, I feel like we're so – not that we are self-centered, Conceded. but I feel like sometimes <laughs> that's how we're probably coming off. And I want people to know, like, hey, we listen to your shit. 
Yeah. But yeah, House of Screams are really good. That's a big group too. It's like five people, I think, that run the podcast and they all Shit. talk about movies. It's crazy. It's chaotic, but it's <laughs> awesome. Um, so that's like a couple of them that I listen to that I need to get Aaron to start listening to. And the one that I listen to a lot is Postmortem with Mick Garris. I feel like a lot, like almost everybody in the horror community probably listens to Postmortem. And it's really good. He just does deep dives with all of the um, directors and stuff. Obviously, he's friends with everybody because Mick Garris did all like Stephen King adaptations and worked with Joe Dante and John Landis and all this other shit. It's it's great. And um, he really gets into their, their heads and like learns how they um, either write or direct or, or whatnot. All that fun stuff. Yeah. And then um, another place where you can find us that is I'm also pretty active on is um instagram which is just the baron's hideout underscore podcast um pretty much whatever i post on twitter it goes on there i could do more on twitter than you can on instagram because obviously it's just picture based and on on twitter you can actually you know type things not have to have a, a picture to go along with it but um that's another spot where you can uh find me aaron where can people find you um, I'm mostly on Instagram right now. Uh, my handle is a row B H O. Uh, that's a R O W E B H O. And I have been considering joining Twitter again. Ooh, really? Um, you so... haven't told me this. <laughs> uh, surprise, surprise. Yeah. Um, so, uh, keep an eye out for that. Um, I'm excited actually. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh my God, the reach we can get now. Woo, Aaron. Yes. <laughs> Just to be very careful where you go on Twitter because it can be pretty pretty bad um, <laughs> but um where i am as long as you're in the horror community you're pretty you're pretty good yeah. that's that's where i am on like every platform is deep center in the horror community because everybody there is so welcoming and amazing mm-hmm. but yeah keep an eye out for that all right um, in the meantime watch my instagram <laughs> yes please do um and then uh you can also find us on tiktok which is really just promotional use or even lately I posted some stuff on there when I was in Salem. I pretty much did a whole three-part um, like walkthrough of the whole main street of Essex Street, which is where all like the main shops are and where everybody goes. Uh, that's the uh, the big part. So if you want to see how Salem looks, if you've never done it, you can go check us out there at the Barons Hideout underscore podcast. Oh, nope, I lied. It's the BHO <laughs> underscore podcast and i also have a really cute video of my three-year-old son running through spirit halloween for the first time this year that has like almost like 1500 views on it so um, (laughs) that's uh probably the most reach i think i've ever gotten on anything (laughs) um so it's pretty cool not a lot of likes but a lot of views so i'll take it and um obviously twitch is where we are right now we are streaming this live for everybody um, that's just the Baron's Hideout underscore podcast. And once again, I feel like I have to address this every time. I hate that I did this, but if you guys want to watch the VODs on Twitch and you don't want to go to any other uh, platform to do so, you guys have to subscribe to us. I'm sorry I did that, but um, we have so many other platforms. I need to try to condense things and um, try to make things a little bit easier for Aaron and I to kind of get numbers of like who's listening and who's not and, and whatnot. So mm-hmm. um, you guys can subscribe for free. If you have Amazon prime, all you gotta do is just go to where it says subscribe and there'll be like a little like thing. I'll say subscribe for free. And all you gotta do is do Amazon prime. If you don't have Amazon prime, it's five bucks a month. Um, but either way, anything supports us. And um, I thank you guys so much for doing so. 
And then we also have our YouTube, which is the Baron's Hideout underscore podcast. And that's just pretty much everything archived. There's a few um, odds and ends on there, like when I was starting to do the Dustin Thoughts um, episodes, which I kind of dropped because I didn't like how it was going. And I feel like I need to kind of rework that format. And um, I don't know, take it back to the drawing board. But I think that's pretty much all that I have for socials. Is there anything you want to add before we jump into this, Aaron? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I'm ready to go chopping. <laughs> uh, I think, was it you that started last week or was it me for Wolf Cop? Do you remember? Wolf Cop, I think you started. Okay. Yeah, you did. All right. Well, we have the opportunity this week to have Aaron start Chopping Mall. Oh, as a new security system, completely mobile, user-friendly, and absolutely fail-safe. But something is going wrong. some burglars or a burglar in yeah. the beginning um he's eyeballing some jewelry he breaks the glass he swipes everything he thinks he's gonna get away with it sly bastard um but then find out he's being hunted by a robot a security droid or a kill bot which you'll later to yeah i think they call it um protectron protectron yep um so He's running away, he sees this robot, he shoots it, realizes well, it's a robot. Um, the bullets aren't gonna do shit for to it. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> um and this robot's coming up pretty fast too, and he uh he ends up stunning the dude and then we come out of a commercial or like a video from a presentation. Yeah. Um to 
you know, show people a new form of small security. Um, so, and then we got Stan Simon, who is the inventor of the robots. He's, um, sorry, <laughs> excuse me. Um, he introduces the new, uh, the new protectrons. Yep. Um, everybody, you get this one couple who are just with their snarky comments. Um, I should have quoted some of them. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to remember some of them, but, um, they're just making little, like I said, little snarky comments throughout the presentation. Um, this guy's going on about his robots, um, and, um, he gives a demonstration, I'm pretty sure, sort of. Um, yeah, he, yeah. Kind of, like, he, well, he, like points out like he was like oh they they have tranquilizers that'll put a man out in 30 seconds uh lasers and um tasers why would it need lasers yeah right (laughs) um but anyway um but they also installed um armored doors around the mall that seal shut at midnight and don't open until 6 a.m so if you're stuck, if you're you're in the mall after hours, you're stuck there till six a.m. <laughs> I mean, I guess that wouldn't be such a bad thing. Yeah, but until... doors are locked unless you know how to open up the doors. I mean, if you're someone who works there, maybe it's okay. Oh uh, yeah, because like you probably have. Well, access. they have the badges, remember too. Yeah, and that they scanned. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just think that's not a bad thing if you're locked in the mall, but yeah, you find out. It could that be worse places. <laughs> But anyways, so um, he unveils the first robot, which is Protectron number one. Um, numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are three of them. Um, but he unveils number one. Um, people ask him, they're like, oh, how are they going to tell what if somebody's working late and how are they going to differentiate people? And he goes, oh, that's an easy he pulls out the robot, or he pulls a cloth off the robot, um, turns it on, he activates the robot, and he shows him an ID badge yep. who every mall employee has one um, at this if point. If you don't, you're fucked. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> robot scans his ID. He goes, thank you. Have a nice day. And you're going to hear that a lot. In this, oh, in this I game. love it. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Have a nice day. <laughs> um... And he said, absolutely nothing can go wrong. Um, so, we'll see. <laughs> and then, yeah, we fade, I think. Um, to a cheesy during, montage. Yeah, during, like, the, the working hours of the mall. And <laughs> there's, like, this one one girl who's carrying, like, this, this tray of, like, drinks. Coca-Cola and food. And... Like, she dodges everybody. <laughs> and then she gets to the table, puts it down, and it falls. <laughs> and it's going off, like... I want to say like 30 seconds. Yeah. And she's like, she made it all the way there. And this, this poor girl <laughs> drops it on a group of like boys. I think it was like all boys or something. Yeah. It's like, God damn. I'd be pissed. <laughs> but what got me was the little boy in the elevator with the ice cream cone. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he comes out. It's all melted over him. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, trust me. I know that firsthand for having a three year old. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we got a cheesy montage, um, of the mall throughout the day, mm-hmm. but then you cut to two waitresses in a restaurant at the mall, um, they're talking shit about a customer who orders more food than he needs, um, 
and he's portrayed as a pretty gross dude. Um, he's like a shark sturdy, and he's like just like stuff in his face. Um, Such a trope. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, it turns so the two waitresses are Allison and Susan. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're they're at work. They're talking about their plans after work. There's gonna be a party in the mall after hours, and um. One of them ends up dropping a plate, and um, but that's not important. It's just no, not really. A little side note, but <laughs> the chef gets kind of tense. Yeah, they get an angry, um, dirty chef. You see his fucking shirt. And sh- yeah, it's like I couldn't work I like, feel like that. In almost like all the eighties movies, whenever they like, you uh, just got the greasy white t shirt yeah. and <laughs> you get like a depiction of like a diner or something, and the person who's behind it is this super dirty and like mm-hmm. hairy overweight and, and it's just like it's not the someone normal and someone clean it's always somebody dirty <laughs> it's like why like i know i've been to a couple of places where it's like that but for the majority people don't really look like that and if they are they're definitely not on the front counter you know <laughs> yeah drug right. business oh man but anyway and then we got a thunderstorm which ends up hitting them all and um messing with the computers that run the whole security system um, i like this scene a lot yeah um so and then we got an office on the third floor of the mall where the computers are kept you got a security guard who runs everything mm-hmm. um his computers start to like you know zap and you know go crazy he's just like oh what the fuck and he just he doesn't think anything of it at first um he messes with his buttons and knobs and all that fun stuff um so but yeah um he's uh he's chilling he's got his feet up on the uh friggin counter on the desk as he's looking at nudie magazines um he's looking at a pair of titties and then (laughs) suddenly (laughs) literally uh protectron or killbot as they are now known yeah um drives through the magazine and just there's his throat i think he gets him with the claw yeah it's like space. a grappling hook and then he just he like like i think he's oh it was like the... pulls him back right yeah and like snaps his neck mm-hmm. but yeah pretty cool effect um yeah i mean these robots are really how... cool too you yeah know? i mean it was such a like um typical like um representation of what people thought robots looked like too back then you know what i mean like every time you've seen like a robot in like a movie i feel like they um at least in like horror movies and like but yeah super bulky and you know Mm -hmm. on like tracks and stuff like that they were efficient though those things are fucking tough they're Um, they're pretty quick too yeah (laughs) but yeah um so then we cut to a party, um, an after-work party in the furniture store. Um, if you want to pick up on the party. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we cut to after the security guard is dead. Uh, there's like a little dance party, makeup session with all the people that, some of them that we were introduced. And there was like a little scene before. Uh, was uh, it like the boss and um, yeah, fucking like, douchey guy, I forget his name. Uh, yeah, the... the um, there's Mike, George, Rich, and Ferdy. And Ferdy is a pretty, like, he's, he's like, um, like, almost like a main focus on this story from, like, here on out. Um, but, yeah, there was, like, a little scene of them, like, working, I think, in the furniture store. I think that's where they worked, right? 
Mm-hmm. I didn't write it down just because it was so quick and it w- didn't really hold a lot. So them kind of saying the same thing that like Allison and, and Susie were talking about, like, hey, there's a after work party and we're going to go do this and drink and, and whatnot. Yeah. So we cut to that party and we know that everybody now is a couple. There's a few people that um, we weren't really introduced to before, which is like, I think Linda and Leslie, we don't really introduced to them until now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're just dancing around and, and we're getting like cutbacks from them to Ferdy, who is looking in the mirror and like fixing himself up because he's meeting this girl he's never met before. And um, he's pretty much forced there to kind of keep his mouth shut and not say anything to the boss about them being in the um, the store after hours. So he's there. He's like fixing himself. He takes off his glasses. He's making faces. And he's like unbuttoning his shirt. He's like, ooh. And then he, and then we jump to um, uh, Susie and uh, I think George, I believe, is her boyfriend. They pull him uh, out of the room to go meet Allison, who we already met at the beginning, and um, kind of get this feeling of love at first sight, because when they're looking at each other, like, she's smiling a lot, but I don't know if it's for nerves, and I know he's definitely nervous as hell, mm-hmm. but clearly, <laughs> just, like, how they are looking at each other, and kind of just, like, just saying, like, hi, and it's really funny, because after they're saying hi... We get Susie and George kind of mocking them, saying hi, and they start kissing and and whatnot. Um, then we get some more of the killbots just going on patrol, and they're all activating on their floors because they're at the top three floors. So there's um, bot one, two, and three, and they kind of just activate and go patrol. And the first one is patrolling um, the his floor and then rolls by where the group is in the furniture store just looks at them turns and just keeps going uh and then we get all the ones kind of going online then we cut back to um the the party was just more like the after party because everybody is now they're already like basically having sex yeah they're (laughs) all pretty much having sex and whatnot and we're seeing all the ones kind of there's a lot of walking shots in this film, but they're done very well and they're not too long. Mm-hmm. And this is definitely one of them because we get um, um, Linda and Rick, and then we pan over to uh, Susie and George. And Susie uh, is like kind of playing around with George, and then starts like stripping down for him. And um, we get our, I think, our first um, pair of tits. <laughs> and we get a, a couple of shots uh, of those in this movie. So, I mean, who doesn't like movies? In classic horror movie fashion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the people who are really going at it is Leslie and Mike. And Mike is so fucking annoying. Before we go on any further, he's always chewing gum. Ugh. And it's the it's most, most annoying. Fucking... Oh, I'm it's glad like, that you picked up on that, like, too. He's just like. They're like a fucking camel. on it, and it's just like, God damn, dude. Like, he always looks like he's getting ready to, like, spit, and he has that, like, fucking, like, snarky yeah. look on his face all the time. He's like... It's like, fuck, man, come on. Uh, just spit up the gum and act like a normal person. Like, he's he's too good for everybody else. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, I did not like him. No, me either. So, they're, they're really getting it on. Then we get to the final group is Allison and Ferdy. And... What kind of name is Ferdy? I've never heard of that. Is that, is that like short for like Frederick? 
Maybe. Or or something, mm-hmm. but I I've never heard Ferdy. Ferdy. Um so they're just watching a horror movie inside a horror movie. So I mean it's kind of classic. That's like a John Carpenter thing. Like he was always having people like watch horror movies in like his mm-hmm. movies, which is kind of cool. Uh you can definitely tell that they're still pretty nervous. Um Allison probably not as much now. I mean she's watching a horror movie and she was even saying like I don't know why I watch these. I it scared the crap out of me. And um she does like this really cool shot of her throwing away a can. Oh she, like, yeah. Throws it, like, over the her cup, shoulder, yep. <laughs> and then it goes into the trash and like expert shot. <laughs> and um I think they kiss after that. I could yep. be wrong though. Yeah, they start they making out or not making out but yeah. Um and then we cut over to Walter. Yes. The janitor. The iconic Dick Miller who actually passed away a couple of years ago, unfortunately. I I love Dick Miller. Um, there's actually a really cool uh, documentary on him. I think this it was actually premiered last year at Salem Horror Fest, I believe, mm-hmm. which was a Dick Miller um, pretty much like yeah, just documentary because last year was all like Joe uh, Dante, yeah, like inspired and Joe Dante used Dick Miller in like all his films. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was part of like the collection of that, which was really really cool. Um, I forget what it's what it's called. Um, as Aaron uh, continues, I'll look up the name of it so I can let you guys know. Okay, so we introduced to Walter, who is a janitor who's mopping the floors with the disc. Some disgusting, milky, like nasty <laughs> so ass gross. rancid water. Um, and I don't know what he was mopping up, but um, something apparently somebody spilled something. He was pissed about it. He was gonna hunt him down, and um, the other janitors are just drinking their beers, laughing at him, like, "Oh, don't get locked in again." Yeah. Um. So he's like, "I'll be done in ten minutes." Um, so the uh, documentary, by the way, is called "That Guy Dick Miller." So that guy please Dick Miller. go watch it. I don't. I wonder if it's on Shutter. Oh, wait, you know what? I actually it's actually on Tubi. What Tubi? Yep, it's on Tubi. They have fucking everything. They do. <laughs> Isn't that free? Yeah. I mean, it's a couple of ad breaks, but I mean, that's, other than that, it's not you know, too it's bad. like watching cable, you know, with commercials. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I learned the other day? Actually, it's a little off topic, but oh, that's completely um, fine. Who was in um uh Devil's Rejects um the one who passed away recently like a few like a year ago or so um he played uh, Captain Spaulding yeah um, what was his name Sid Sid yeah Sid Haig um apparently did you did you ever watch American Horror Story that clown that was in it that's the same dude really that's yeah that's what I was told I don't I haven't like done my research yet Let me but confirm that I don't know if that's true but let's see. Sorry, guys, they're going off a little, um, a little off topic. But, I swear. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not seeing... Let me go to his IMDB. I think it was in, maybe inspired? Maybe. But I don't maybe know. That's what... I don't think Sid actually... Oh, um, yeah, I'm... No, it's not on his on his okay. credits. Well, so whoever told you was completely yeah <laughs> was fooled. I guess so, bamboozled. But I mean, like, it's not wrong. It's definitely it. It does look like him. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe it was just the clown yeah. thing that, but... Yeah. Anyways. Sorry, guys. A little off topic, but that's completely fine. We <laughs> get to learn new things here. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, uh, Killbot enters the scene again. Um. He comes up to uh Walter, who's mopping the floor. He's the robot kind of sneaks up on him. And he starts talking shit. He's like, "Oh, what are you doing, you little bastard?" Yeah, knocks over um, his water can. Yeah, it knocks over. Yeah, it knocks over his um his mop bucket or his water. Um, spills everything. He's like, oh, what the fuck was that for? Um, so, um, he asked for his ID. He, he's just arguing with the freaking robot. He, like, tries to hit it with a mop. <laughs> this thing decides to shoot its taser into the water. He's like, what the hell is that even supposed to be? And then this motherfucker decides to just zap him to death. And it's, the, it's honestly a little satisfying to watch. Yeah. Um, but then it just like strolls away so nonchalantly and it's just like, okay, have a nice day. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Have, have a nice, nice day. day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so funny. Uh, but then we go. Dick Miller, man. He's only used in movies to, <laughs> to be die. Freaking killed. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's his thing, though, I guess, yeah. you know. Everybody, I feel like, has a thing. He's the guy who gets killed. <laughs> you, know, you know what I realized, too? Like, thinking back, that shot. Because Dick Miller is, is really short. Like, mm-hmm. he's, like, super short. And the way that that's filmed, it's, like, down. Oh, like, and able to make him look it's taller. It's angled down, like, so you see part of the robot. But then Dick Miller, I think they're trying to make him seem taller than the robot. Because <laughs> I think, honestly, he's probably, like, he, the same height of his... I think he was shorter than the robots. <laughs> yeah, he, he that's was funny. Very, very short. That's... <laughs> that's interesting, though. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Um... So then we go back to Leslie and Mike, who are cuddling in bed. They clearly just had sex. Um, and yeah. Leslie really wants a cigarette. And so Mike, he's like, oh, we got some camels under the register. She's like, you only know I smoke fridge and lights. She's like, there's a machine over down the hall or whatever. And he's like, oh, okay. Um, and then we got more chewing noises. It's like, you got this it, guy dude. has endless gum. It's I like know. his mouth just creates gum. Ugh, I know. It fucking pisses me off. I can't imagine chewing it for that long. His jaw. I start hurt. to yeah, right. That and then like after it loses flavor, I you, like choke on it. Yeah, it's gross. It gets all like stringy. And... Mm-hmm. Ugh. No, I'm no, sad. I used to chew gum constantly. I'm glad me too. I, 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 I haven't actually had gum in a long time. I should probably start mm-hmm. chewing it again because it's actually pretty good for you. Mm-hmm. But so. She he goes to get some cigarettes, um, chewing his gum along the way. Realizes he doesn't have enough money, um, and then we got a phone ringing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you want me to take it away? Do you want to go for it? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You want me to do it? Yeah. Okay. So, um, Mikey, he's at the uh the cigarette machine. Realizes he doesn't have enough money. It's like it's like a dollar and and change, and you know, only probably has like less than a dollar. I don't think he ever really says how much he has. Um, but all he does is... He's just looking around. And that fucking smug look on his it's face. It's just like... Once you hear him chewing, it's all you hear for the rest of the day. Ugh. And it's so annoying. So this scene... If it annoys you when you're watching this movie, this scene you will enjoy very much. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. So he's doing that, and he's looking at the cigarette machine but it also kind of feels like there's someone watching him and then the phone rings and then he's like that nobody's here no i don't know who you're talking about and uh he's fixing this goddamn hair 
and then we we pan mm-hmm. back and there's the robot and he's he shows him the id but the robot doesn't care he um shoots him with some um darts to knock him out and then as he's knocked out which this is kind of like fucked up this i don't like this scene at all is after he's knocked out he reaches out with like his his claw and then just cuts his neck oh, i know and it's like what the hell like why don't you just do that in the first place? Why'd you have to knock him out to do that? Unless you didn't want to hear him scream, but yeah. I don't, I don't know. But you know, it's funny too. It's like whenever they're about to kill, you notice that you see that little clamps going. Yeah. <laughs> it's so sinister. It's just like, yeah, I love it. It's so simple, but it, it works very, very well. Then we cut back to uh, where everybody else is and Leslie's, thinking mike's playing like a trick on her and it's like where where are you uh this is really funny mike i I want my cigarettes so she goes out and um she pretty much gets chased by one of the bots because she finds his dead body and he's shooting lasers at her and the lasers are actually pretty damn funny and comical (laughs) early um stages of them really trying to use um cgi and she gets in front of the door where all the other uh, people are. Everybody's awake now. And as she's screaming, we get a very satisfying and very famous head explosion. <laughs> and it's uh, it's very, very good. Uh, very, It's not super gory, but it's very satisfying. Yeah. You hear the pop and everything. Um, I enjoyed that kill a lot. Um, and just... They all see, um, oh, wait, no, no, it's not that one, then. Yeah, this, yeah, they all see it, right, too? Yeah, and they, they like, all see it and start splatters. screaming yeah. and, like, getting, like, we gotta do something. So they start running away and get to, like, the, um, the stock room of the furniture store, because the, the bot is, uh, chasing them now, and they barricade it with just whatever the hell they can and trying to figure out what to do, and, like, we gotta find weapons and, um, try to, um, get out of here before the mall closes, like, because I think it's probably like 11 o'clock now. And they're saying they only have like an hour left or yeah. something like that. They have to like hurry to get out before they get locked in there. And um, as they're doing that, the mall closes <laughs> uh, completely. And they are now screwed and trying to figure out what the hell to do. Then uh, they're still in the dock room. And then Allison points out, hey, there's a, there's a vent up here. Let's try to go through the shaft. And they're like, oh, okay, that's a pretty good idea. Let's go and do that. So they get everybody in there. Uh, all the girls make it in there. As the last one goes in, which I think is Leslie. I f- no, Leslie's dead. Sorry. Linda's mm-hmm. the last one to go in there. The uh, the bot breaks down the door, and then all the, the guys run as the girls are in the Climbing vent. Climbing in the vent, yeah. So now everybody's split. And... um. Um, and then the uh, oh. robot sets charges. Yeah, and um, yeah, he blows down the door, and everybody runs away. And then there's this really nice quote that I, I like that um Susie, who is uh played by Barbara Crampton, says uh because they're saying it's very hot in the vent, and they're like, oh, they must be controlling it um from the thermostat because the computer or whatever. And she's like, they're trying to French fry us. <laughs> It's like that is so cheesy. Oh my god. It's I mean it's accurate though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It is. It's very, very cheesy. And I like how they like to um with the vents when the you know they turn the heat on, how it started getting hot, and they're like, oh shit, start wrapping your hands, you know? Yeah. Like... So at least there, there's some sort of like intelligence in this movie, mm-hmm. and not them just like, oh my god, my hands hurt. Yeah. My hands hurt. And just well, why their skin's melting? <laughs> that would have been really cool if they showed that. Oh though, yeah, but... just like a handprint stuck to the friggin' vent. Yeah, I think that budget was probably too small for that though, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're in the vent, everybody's kind of going crazy in there, especially Susie, and she doesn't want to be in there because she's being burned, and she thinks that, um, Greg is being hurt or whatever. I think it's Greg, or is it Rick? Um. It must be Greg. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's so many names in this. Mm-hmm. But, uh, the boys make it to, um, what is it, um, Pack and Paws, the, um, Pretty much the armory of the mall, which places don't really carry guns anymore, unless I, I know. I love how they're all out in the open too. Yeah, I remember like Walmart used to um, have like bullets and ammunition and guns and stuff, but I think only in certain states, probably like Texas, obviously, like probably New Hampshire, Texas. probably, and maybe New Hampshire. I'm not Maine. sure, but um, some places still actually carry like guns and stuff. So they go in there, they get armed, they get a um. Uh, an assault rifle, a shotgun, a handgun, and a fuel tank, and that's pretty good. I would, I think, but I would probably want to grab a, a Another... lot more than that. Yeah, <laughs> more than just like one gun each, just in case, and maybe throw some grenades each grab or a some shit in there. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but they they find one of the robots, and Rick starts uh, to pretty much fire at it, and then everybody else does. And as that's happening, they're also, like, shooting at them, but their aim is, like, stormtroopers. <laughs> they're standing right there, and then, like, no, all... They're just, like, avoiding them. They're just, boom, yeah, all just the going around them. <laughs> going all around. And, um, Conveniently. Then they successfully, or they think they do, they take down one of the bots with the fuel tank, and then there's still two more to go. And, um, Aaron, I will let you take it from here. This is when Susie starts getting kind of uh, out it. of hand. Uh, yeah, so Susie's getting rambunctious, and um, she decides to kick open the vent um, to go and try and help Greg. She insists, yes. so um, they end up following the guys. Um, and then, <clears throat> poor Susie, when, well, not Susie, um, what's her name, uh, Leslie? No, Leslie's Allison. a dead one. Allison, like. Yeah, see, I'm terrible with names. Um, That's <laughs> all she good. like eight characters. <laughs> but um, so they end up. She follows her, and um, they catch up with um, the with the guys. Uh, they get all armed up. Oh no, they go to the outdoor store, the camping store. They end up getting like flares and oh yeah, shit like that. Making, like Molotov, Molotov cocktails. Yeah, um, because they fill in gas tanks with the rugs, uh, the rags, and she's yeah. like telling them how to do it. And she's like, "Oh, you know a lot about this." <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're making Molotov cocktails, and then um, you see a scene of Kilwatt Two going, reversing into the shadows into like a little doorway or like a tuck away area, yeah, and like shutting robot. himself down. Yeah, um, they're learning. <laughs> So, then, uh, the guys end up getting their, the elevator open, and the girls, while well, the girls are making their bombs, um, yep. and then you see a little scene of Allison stepping away from everyone else and seeing a bunch of flares and sticking one in her shirt, which that'll come into play later. Yeah, it's just like, why didn't you tell anybody else about that? Like, why did you have to be so sneaky? 
to be like, Which, hey, God, there's flares here. We're getting here. a flare. <laughs> I mean, it's a setup for, like, what happens later, but it's, like, I think it would have made a lot more sense if everybody else got one and not just yeah her. But, uh, I don't know, That that's just that's just me thinking. It was just kind of off-putting. Like, why did you have to sneak away to get a, a flare? Yeah. But, so, Kill, Killbot 1 re- returns, um, and... Yes. They're, they're setting up the elevator with fuel tanks, and they're, like, tying ropes and shit around them. Um, Pretty long, smart. Pretty yeah. smart. While Ferdy, who's, like, the uh, like the nerd of the group, um, per se, I guess. Um, yeah, I would say so. He's, uh, he's like, tampering with the panel in the elevator, trying to hack it to get it to, um, to work. Um, but, of course, it's run by the computer as well, so he can't get it to, like, move. Mm-hmm. So, um, finally, Susie loses her shit as Killbot Two starts to go after them. Um, um, and then Alice ends up throwing one of the Molotovs, and uh, then Susie ends up getting shot um in the leg with a laser, I believe, and then falling down. She's mm-hmm. they're all hiding behind cover, watching this whole thing. They're like, like, yeah, she's like, like, help me. Help me, why aren't you doing anything? Is the robot just like coming up behind her, just shooting lasers and shit? Um, and then so, and in the midst of getting shot, she must have dropped one of the bomb Molotov cocktails. So this robot comes up, looks right at the Molotov cocktail, shoots a fucking laser at it, and sets this bitch on fire. Poor <laughs> oh, Robert Crampton, man. And um, I think the, the the all the boys heard. Uh, the girls screaming. Yeah, they heard them screaming, so they come running over and then just end up watching her burn, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Greg, who um, is pretty obviously pretty upset about this, um, I would be too, even if she wasn't my like girlfriend or anything, I'd still be freaking the fuck out. Yeah, um, he starts losing his fucking temper and uh, he's like getting snappy with everybody else. Um, getting ready to point his gun at. Um, the other guy, and then Ferdy has the idea to track down a computer on the third floor. Yep. Um, so, but, they end up, uh, shooting the robot, they, like, um, they're blasting away, and then running away to, you know, get its attention. Um, Rick ends up going into the elevator to lure him inside, and then they end up unloading on him again until... The thing explodes and ends up dropping it down, and therefore, um, well, they're they're shooting the stormtroopers too at first. Yeah, and then it's it's really funny. It's like the way it happens because they're all like oh, boom, 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 shooting around and shit, and then Allison comes up, grabs a revolver, is like, "Give me this motherfucker!" And then just yeah. one shot, just fucking blows them up. It's like there's two or three tanks on top. And all you have to do is aim in that direction, and they're not small tanks. And yeah, it's like three or four people shooting, and it's bound takes... to hit one, get one shot in. And then she just comes over, and just like one bullet blows everything up, and you're like, oh, nice shot. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. she's like, my dad was a marine. <laughs> yeah, like, what does I have to do with anything? First of all, like, I understand that he was a marine, but did you go to that training? Well, I think a lot of <laughs> military dads will teach their kids that shit too. You I know? guess they. I guess that's. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but um, I, I, yeah. Okay, I can see that. But um, yeah, my um, my uncle's in the army, and 
Um, I don't know if he really taught any of his daughter that, but <laughs> um, it definitely affects their parenting skill, like not skills, but like the way they parent. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyways, um, so they end up uh blowing up the robot. Uh, they're all chilling in a school. Success. Actual yeah. success this time. Yeah, for real. Um, but they're in a store, like, just chilling out, hiding for now. They're on guard. They got their guns ready. And Linda's doing math on the calculator for, uh, tune-ups. Yeah. But, like, so I was, I didn't really end like, tune-ups for what? I think so. they were trying to, because they were saying it blew up, like, um, these... Um, these bots and yep. it's like property for whoever um you know made the uh, bots so like oh we're gonna have to like pretty much owe like 85 years like worth of because uh, like they're paying everything <laughs> yep and then um rick asks well how many tunos would that be and she was like it would be um two million nine hundred four hundred and thirty one <laughs> oh, okay. and it's kind of like a joke because like the robots yep. and everything so i thought that was, that was pretty funny yeah, I didn't understand the concept of the context of it at first. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, understandable. I had to listen to it a couple of times too. I was like, wait, what did it just say? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, okay. That makes a little bit more sense. Uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> but um, and then Greg ends up getting pissed because they left the air shaft. And he's like, now Susie's dead. It's your fault. You should have stayed there. And yeah, it's like I told you it was safe. So why did you go away? It's like, but... well, she wanted to come and see you, bro. She was afraid that you know something was happening to you. Yeah. But, um, Saferdi, um, he comes up, uh, as mentioned before, with, like, a plan to find the control room and the computer to shut the computers down, the, not the computer, sorry, the killbots yep. from then, from there. Um, so they're like, oh, you yeah, know, that's actually a pretty, pretty good idea. So, uh, they go out, um, Greg, um, pushes ahead, um, and then ends up getting killed by... A bot thrown three stories down yeah, to his death. Yeah, he's so stupid. Like, I'm going to let my guard down. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here, man. It's clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like an idiot. Like, stay <laughs> with the group. They're even telling you, like, hey, fall back, dude. Fall back. Yep. <laughs> but, so, um, anyways, the bots are approaching, um, and they have to lift a gate, and then Alice ends up, sorry, I didn't mean to play with the mic. <laughs> I don't think it but, uh, <laughs> um, sorry. So they're shooting, she ends up getting shot with a laser, um, and they're trying to get the gate open. Two, um, of them start to, like, Jedi style, like, carve a friggin' yeah, doorway. Yeah, that was in, really cool. Um, with their lasers. Um, so, then you got Killbot 3, he's alone, he's looking for, you know, the humans, and... Linda um, ends up breaking down and freaking out and um, yeah uh, sorry Rick and Allison um, they're up while everybody's sleeping and Birdie um, comes up and he uh, he's holding her and yeah they're all like like at this point I would be exhausted too oh yeah um, you gotta sleep in shifts at that point you have to yeah and it's just it's just funny to see that. At this point, where I interpret this as Allison is more of a, a man than Ferdy. Yeah. Because, like, Rick is awake and his girlfriend, Linda, is asleep. Okay? She's she's a girl. 
and then Ferdy is asleep, and, and she's guarding him. <laughs> so it's kind of like a, a cool scene to be like, well, she's definitely probably the one in charge, yeah, in, in this group or whatever. But um, I I kind of like just the way that that was shot, and then he wakes up, and then it's like, yeah, I'll hold you, you know. Um, it's it's kind of sweet, and it's also really sad, yeah, you know, because like they just lost everybody, um, and you know more shit's about to happen. But um, as they're they're sleeping, they hear the killbots finally break through the door that is like solid steel, I believe. Um, and then they come up with this idea of like, well, they want to hunt us, so we're in this closed door with a bunch of mannequins. So let's set these up. So they sent them up, and um, they start shooting at the mannequins. But then they have mirrors behind the mannequins to deflect lasers i want to know how did they know that the, that the lasers were going to deflect the lasers back at them you know i yeah. would if it could if the laser can cut through metal why can't, why can't it, it go through the through mirror glass like that's what i was just like what is this i mean it's a cool concept and everything and yeah. I know it's like you've definitely seen that in like cartoons and stuff like that uh but it kind of de- Defeats what was happening before because they were just cutting. So the lasers useless now. <laughs> yeah, it's just like they did just use all their energy just to cut through the door. Yeah, it was like more potent for that and like less potent for this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just thought that was also kind of funny to point out. Yeah. Um, and as that is um happening, uh, Linda gets shot and then, <sighs> fucking Rick. Okay. They're all shooting at the the bots now, but this is like little, I guess, like floor cleaner that drives super slow, <laughs> and he jumps on it, shooting at the the bot, <laughs> driving slow, and the bot shooting at him, and then they yeah, crash they... into each other, and he gets electrocuted. <laughs> it's like, why did you have to go on this thing to, to kill it? And it makes absolutely no no sense. So he dies and the bot explodes. Like, it's cool. You kind of got what you wanted at the end, but you're dead. You yeah, right. Idiot. Was it worth it? <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I believe Linda's is dead now, too, because she got shot. Yep. And then uh, and now it's just Allison and Ferdy. And they come up with a plan like, okay, we got to find this place, but we need to split up. Ferdy doesn't like the idea, but Allison's like, well... We'll it's the only more yeah, ground, yeah. You know, and figure out when they that's what makes like, sense. I'll just yell if if anything happens. So they they um they follow through with that. They go through two different corridors. Um, uh, we get some really cool like suspense. Um, close. I call it close quarter horror because it's very um intimate and close with both um Ferdy and Allison because they're walking down this like one narrow hallway, especially Ferdy his. Hallways, wicked long, mm-hmm. and it's just like a little ominous music, and all the all you hear is their footsteps. Um, Allison makes oh, her yeah. way to like this room. I don't know what kind of room it is. It's probably like a storage room or something. And um, starts hearing noises. Opens up a door, and she has like a pipe, and then beats the hell out of this pile of junk <laughs> that like falls out of um like a closet. Yeah, the closet. And so she, her guy, her guard's down a little bit because she's like, oh, okay, well, I was just stupid and, and whatnot. Yeah. So she uh, pretty much continues through the room and you're like seeing what she's seeing. 
and then we get a jump scare. I think it's like the first jump scare of the whole movie with um, one of the kill bots, and it's now moving so slow to Allison as she's screaming for Ferdy, and she's like, ah, and it's just like, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. And it's one for... of those like classic scenes that's just like ah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just get me already would you <laughs> and then uh Freddy appears and runs uh, he shoots the thing in like it's it's laser eye and I don't like know it... if it blinded it or whatnot but it's saying like the laser's now malfunctioning so maybe it just like disabled the, the laser so it can't shoot now yeah and he throws it like I think it's an extinguisher or something at it, and oh, then yeah. it decides to just, like, throw it right back, back at, at him, him. <laughs> and knocks him out. Yeah, like cracks his head open too. Yeah, and he's like, and then it declares that it's dead and says, "Thank you, have a nice day." And then Allison is obviously freaking out, and now she kind of has to run and really find a control room. Um, but as she's doing that, she decides to go and hold out in a pet shop which this makes me really upset man seeing all those dogs and shit in there closing nobody in there for hours on end like fuck pet shops man can we go on like a a little rant right now about that like i'm always down for pet talk if you guys want an animal rescue please please rescue i wouldn't even don't even go to a a breeder to be honest like i think that's kind of bad too they can be bad news go to a rescue yeah. A good rescue. Not a shitty one, a good one. Um don't buy from a shop, please, because they I got a dog when I was a very um young kid from a pet shop from a mall and it was very aggressive and hated everything and tried to bite me and everything else. Like it would not learn, had the the worst behavior ever. Don't because they're treated like shit and as you can see in this movie, nobody's there on hours on end you know so um that's my little tangent on that please support the dogs that actually need it like the rescue groups please 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 my mom is also um part of a rescue uh group and she fosters a lot of dogs so uh please please go go help all the ones that can't speak uh but anyway (laughs) she is holding up in a pet shop and this bot's really freaking smart because he's like he knows that yeah. she's in there, but she, it knocks over like like a tank. tanks with spiders and snakes, and I think there's some cockroaches in there too, mm-hmm. just to you know kind of get her to freak out. But she's a freaking trooper, does not make a sound at all while the thing is like scanning around her. And the spiders and, crawling on her, and yeah, like everything's on her. She's not making a sound. I would be freaking out to be honest. Like I'm not good with things crawling on me i'm okay with spiders but once it's like on me yeah, fuck that fuck that and <laughs> snakes who knows if it's venomous or not I'd, I'd be freaking out and i point i saw one thing that um on the side of of her as she's like getting out after the bot leaves like i don't know what this is but it's cropped really bad and it says cock starter <laughs> on it and i don't know what that is like we're in a pet shop. You don't see the full thing at all, so I can't... I don't know what it is. I don't know if it was just, like, a funny gag that they threw in there or whatnot. But, like, what what the fuck would that be? Maybe Cock- Cocker Spaniel or something? But... 
That's the maybe, only thing I could think of. I have no idea, but it's 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 really funny to to see something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then I think we get a little bit of like a um a homage to Little Shop of Horrors because as she's leaving the pet shop, it says Little Shop of Pets. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was a nod to Little Shop of Horrors or if that was something, but they were panning at it and then panned back to her. Yeah. So I'm thinking that they must be like nodding to, you know, Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors, which I think is actually pretty cool. And um, the original Little Shop of Horrors is actually on Shredder right now, the black and white one, not the um Rickmore. Moranis version. So go watch that one. It's really, really good. Um, and then she decides to hang on the um, railings on the opposite side of so the bot can't see her. So she's like dangling down. I think she must be at the at the highest. Probably the third level, yeah. Third third level I would I would have to, to guess. So she's hanging on that. She can't hang on to it for too long, and then she drops down on a tent. I'm surprised she didn't break her back, but I feel like I would have, even if there was... She definitely hurt her legs, though, because she was crawling for the first, like... Yeah, I would be fucked up. Even if there was something like the cushion my fall, I would still be fucked up. Oh, yeah. To be honest. Me too. <laughs> and then we get um her remembering, oh, I have a flare from earlier that I snuck away and grabbed and didn't tell anybody about. <laughs> like, why? Your friends are dying. You could have used this way earlier on if, if you knew what to do with it. So... <clears throat> she makes her way to a paint shop. Um, I don't know if that's where I would go for a flare. I don't know what the heat signature of a flare is, mm-hmm. but I guess it's enough to light, like yeah, paint I mean, and like thinner and shit like that. Yeah, so I mean she, that's smart of her. Yeah, but... and then the way she breaks the glass too, she's I know. like she's like covering it, and then she just runs very lightly into the mm-hmm. into the glass, like it breaks like nothing. Imagine if that was real life. People just like tapping glass, glass and like, Yeah, it's just it's really funny. So she does that and then starts emptying like cans of paint and thinner and everything like in this like one spot. You talk about how easily those cans look like they popped open too. Yeah, <laughs> like every time I've gotten paint from anywhere, even with like a flathead screwdriver, it's still a pain in the ass to open. Like you're like, <laughs> and, like I think at one point I had like a crowbar too or mm-hmm. something like open it and it, it wouldn't. It was so bad. <laughs> but yeah, she's opening them like nothing. Uh, the killbot en- enters and um, gets like stuck in this one spot because of the paint. I, I imagine must make the tracks not want to like work. work right. Yeah. And then she runs out, and then she says back to it, "Have a nice day." And I like the way it that she says it because there's like a lot of effects on it, like echoes and stuff. Yep. And then she tosses it in the flare. And it just explodes. It's great. I love how, like, the robot, too, like, turned around so confidently. Like, I'm going to get you, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a really cool ending. And then we get a pretty happy one, too, with her realizing or finding out that Ferdy is still alive. And he just has a head wound. He's got, like, a, a wad of, like, Fucking toilet paper. <laughs> like, patting his head with, with blood and shit. And it, it kind of pans away from them. To, like I think the ceiling of the um, the mall, mm-hmm. and that is the end of Chopping Mall. This movie is very fun, uh, super eighties, but I mean everything in the eighties is is very very good oh, in yeah. my opinion. I love the eighties. Me too. Um, but we can start music, talking. the movies, everything. Yeah. If you want to pull up the IMDb, so we can talk about some of the actors and whatnot, and figure out how much this movie made. 
Um, but if you guys haven't seen Chopping Mall, this was on Shutter, and it's no longer there. If you do want to watch it and you're looking for it on a streaming service, it's on Tubi for free um, with a couple of ad breaks that aren't too bad. Uh, it's a very, very good movie. I thought I heard a while ago that someone was trying to remake Chopping Mall. Can you? Can we just not? Can we not? You don't mess with a classic. Don't don't mess with Chopping Mall. Um, I think there was a sequel, or there was a sequel being made but never was finished. I could be wrong about that though. Hmm. But um, what have we got for um some stats over there, Aaron? Alrighty. Huh. So box office numbers. The budget was roughly eight hundred thousand dollars. Okay, it's a pretty low budget. For a movie, yeah, I'd say so. Um, and for the times as well. Yeah. Um, that's all he gives me on here. Oh, really? It doesn't tell you how much it was made? How much it made? Hmm. Let's see. Shopping mall. Box office. Hmm. Maybe they, Maybe that's how much it made? Oh, there was a remake in 2004. Oh, they did. did they actually remake it? <laughs> I thought that was like a dead project. Oh, well, there's no information on it, so it might have been. Oh, I think it was canned. I think it was trying to be remade, and then they were like, yeah, no. Um, But, yeah. So, we can go to look at the critic scores next. Yes. Tomato meter, 50%. Okay. Uh, and that's 10 reviews. Really? Yeah. Over this many years, only 10 people reviewed, like, <laughs> actual critics, critics? Guess so. I mean, fifty percent. I guess it's not that bad. It's it's an average movie. Yeah. Um, and then thirty-eight percent for the audience score, and that's five thousand plus. Why, people? Why you gotta shit on everything? People can't be happy. That's with why everything. we can't have nice things. <laughs> uh, but please go watch Choppy Mall if you haven't. If you like cheesy '80s horror, please watch this. It's got some pretty funny music and and um, some funny dialogue. Like, thank you. Have a nice day. Thank you. Have a nice day. Um, <laughs> So, who are our stars? Well, of course, um, Barbara, no, it's not Barbara Crampton, right? Was no, it? it's yeah, Barbara, Barbara Crampton. Crampton. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tony Dell, who played Birdie. Um, um, Kelly, um, I always forget how to say the last Maroney. Name. Kelly Maroney is a very good actress, too. She, um, this is her coming off of her, um, stardom of Night of the Comet, which is a very, very good, like, uh, apocalyptic movie that was also in the 80s, and she did a very good job. Aaron, if you've never seen Night of the Comet, you should watch it, because it's very good. Maybe we'll review it on here at some point. Um, it, it technically is a, a horror, I would say that. It's, mm -hmm. um, it's very, very good. I love the whole plot in that. Um, she's very good in it. She's a sister to the main character. Um, and she's kind of a brat in it. Kind of, like, complete opposite of, like, what she is in, um, in... Chopping Mall. Yeah. But it's very good. I, I love that movie so much. So maybe we'll get to that at some point. Maybe this year. We'll see. Yeah. But, yeah, she's, I mean, she's done a lot of other things. And she's very um, into the horror conventions. So I'm sure you'll find her in a horror convention at some point. Yeah. Once things settle down a bit more. Yes. And uh, rise in COVID again. Yeah. <laughs> let's uh, let's all get vaccinated, people. Wear your masks. Let's uh, let's do our part, please. But, um, yeah. let's see. Is there anything else you want to add to this, Aaron? Um. There's like a lot of like other like cool facts. Um, 
from like for the robots and stuff. I was very like low budget. Yeah. Um, but nothing like super duper crazy in this film. Uh, I know Joe Bob did review this too. So if you guys want even more facts, the full episode isn't on Shutter anymore. But you can listen to his segments on his playlist that he has on Shutter. If you want to go and listen to all the stuff that he can dig up, because he finds information and knows more information than like anything that Aaron and I could find in like a day. He's like super versed in everything. He knows everybody. Um, I wish I was that knowledgeable, but um, <laughs> I'm learning, you know, little by little every single time that we do these episodes. Yeah. Did you find anything? Um, so they filmed it in a real California mall. Oh yes, that's actually um, kind of, that's yeah. yeah. They had to do it during closing hours. Yep. Um, as long as they did not damage any facilities and had removed any traces of their presence before the mall opened at 9 a.m. Uh, yeah, that's a funny fact. Yeah, that's definitely something we should mention. Um, this is why the mall said a security didn't like the filmmakers and was constantly accusing them of causing disrepair. The mall's owner was supportive of the film and made sure that the production was able to complete its work on schedule. Yeah, that's a pretty good uh, fact right there. Knowing that you can go to a mall and be like, yeah, well, I want to use all of this. And they're like, yeah. Go for it. <laughs> go ahead. Nowadays, you have to get so many permits Buy a mall? Shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's so hard to get anything done nowadays. You have to have a lot of money. You got to get permits. You got to get people to sign signatures and do all this shit. Yeah. Especially if you're a filmmaker. Um, sight, sight seeing, I think, is what it would be. Was it sight reading? Or wherever it is when you go, like, just... Location Window scouting is what, oh. is what I'm trying to say. Location <laughs> yeah. scouting is um is very important nowadays. Um, what's really cool is that we're gonna be getting the Rob Zombie monsters soon, and like I was looking at a lot of his location scouting that he found. Yeah. Um, that I, I really hope he does justice for this, and it's not gonna be just his wife doing everything. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I'm interested to see if he's gonna go full rated R on this. Yeah, right. Or if it's gonna be you know true to what the monsters were, but. That's a whole nother uh, discussion that we can have. Um, but I think that's pretty much all I have for Chopping Mall. Yeah. Unless there's anything you want to add, Aaron, um, outside of the movie or anything. If you go to any malls, be careful. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, you see a robot run. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah. I think we covered everything. Um Keep watching horror. Yes. Promote. Support your 80s classics. <laughs> yes. Um, promote, support, spread horror. Um, it's very in much of a need now, especially how like last year's been and how this year's going. Horror definitely um, hits topics that a lot of other genres can't do. So that's why I like horror a lot because they can get away with a lot more. Yeah. Um, but next week, we don't know what we're going to be doing because we have to get a whole new schedule for our month two. So once we figure out what that will be, I will let everybody know on the socials. Aaron, I'm probably going to have you pick most of them for this month. Mu- uh, yeah, this month, since okay. I think I picked pretty much all of them for last month. So we will definitely um, go through and let all of you guys know. Unless are you trying to find one now? Yeah, I'm just kind of looking. Okay. I mean, we probably could do a Friday the 13th movie. Yeah. If you I mean, wanted. Do the original. Yeah, we could probably do that. Um, I know for sure the 18th of this month we are bringing on uh, 
a guest um, who we were supposed to have on a couple months, not a couple months ago, but like a month ago, as this was going through like a big rough patch. Um, so Scorpion BLS will be here and we'll be doing our comparison of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the remake. So that would be on the 18th. That would be a Saturday. So we'll might do two episodes that week. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe we'll let you guys know how how it goes and how busy we are. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it for this episode. Once again, guys, if you want to support us even more, you can go on our Patreon and pledge one dollar to get all of the episodes early before anybody else. Um, also, come on our Twitch to come and join us for all of our live streams. I'm going to be getting a schedule up this week as well to start doing midday, just just chatting, um, you know, streams for all you guys, so we can just sit down and chat and whatnot and just talk horror and not really just about uh, a movie. It could be about anything. But um, that pretty much wraps up for us. This was the Baron's Hideout Podcast. I was your host, Dustin. And I was your co-host, Aaron. And we'll see you guys next time. Come listen.